I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. In Israel, school kids are focusing this year on two of their former prime ministers, David Ben-Gurion and Menachem Begin. Next year will be the 100th anniversary of Begin's birth and 40 years since Ben-Gurion's death. And Israeli authorities believe there's lots to learn from these two national icons. Ben-Gurion and Begin actually didn't like each other very much. Eventually, they reconciled. But in the first few weeks after the state of Israel was founded in 1948, these two Jewish leaders were on a dangerous collision course. The world's Matthew Bell explains how the sinking of a cargo ship off Israel's coast more than 60 years ago still resonates today. On the boardwalk in central Tel Aviv, across the street from a McDonald's next to a beachfront bar, there's a stone memorial to 16 Jewish martyrs. The men killed near here in 1948 were members of the Irgun militia, and they died during the sinking of the Altalena. The cargo ship arrived off Israel's coast just one month after the Jewish state declared independence. The commander of the Irgun was Menachem Begin. The man who gave the order to attack the Irgun ship, the Altalena, was David Ben-Gurion, Israel's first prime minister. People were very angry. They were angry? Yeah. Shlomo Nakdimon is a retired Israeli journalist. At the age of 12, he came here to see the smoldering hulk of the Altalena with his own eyes and he remembers how people felt about the newly founded Israel Defense Forces killing Jewish militiamen of the Irgun. I was angry like the other people, because uh, the people say that could be to solve the problem with, without shooting, without Jews killing Jews. Jews killing Jews. That is what makes the Altalena affair such a painful subject for Israelis even to this day. Yehiel Kadishai was one of about 900 passengers on board the ship. They were Jewish refugees from Europe, along with some number of Irgun fighters like Kadishai himself. He says the mood on the ship was one of indescribable joy. These were Jewish survivors of World War II leaving Europe for an independent Jewish state. I was very happy together with all of us. We were singing the anthem, the Hatikva, Odlo Avda Tikvatenu. Our hope is not lost yet. To come back to the land of our forefathers, Eretz Zion Yerushalayim, the land of Zion and Jerusalem. When the Altalena dropped anchor, the refugees went ashore and were sent off on buses to begin their new lives. The Yirgun men remained on the beach. Their job was to unload a huge stockpile of weapons from the Altalena. The Irgun leader, Menachem Begin, was there. And Kadeshai says he called for everyone's attention. And Begin started to speak and to say that there are some differences of opinion between the government and the Irgun. And he said a few sentences, two or three sentences, and all of a sudden fire of bullets came at us from two sides. In the confusion, Kadeshai says he and the rest of the men on the beach took cover and grabbed guns. They fired back but didn't know who they were shooting at. I was lying there next to me, uh, one boy whom I knew from Italy was shot in his, uh, uh, what do you call it? In his leg. Leg, in his leg here. In his thigh. In his thigh. And uh, the blood was flowing from him. I couldn't move, and I didn't know what to do. The boy next to Kadeshai bled to death on the beach that night. Over the next day or so, the violence continued. The IDF shelled the Altalena. When the shooting stopped, 16 Irgun men were dead, 
along with three IDF troops. The ship was in flames, much of its cargo lost. Kadishai says the idea that Irgun men would be shot at by members of the IDF was unthinkable, and it's still difficult to talk about. I'm still, now I can smile and laugh, because 65 years almost passed. <laughs> so are you still angry now at Ben-Gurion, who made the decision to... Well, it's the last day of my life. <laughs> I'll be angry. <laughs> Yehiel Kadeshai would go on to become Menachem Begin's personal secretary. In the summer of 1948, the newborn state of Israel was fighting its war of independence against hostile Arab armies. The Altalena was bringing in badly needed weapons. But Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion saw Begin's militia as a threat to the new Israeli government, and he was willing to spill Jewish blood to establish his authority. Herzl Makov, director of the Begin Center in Jerusalem, says it was Menachem Begin who pulled Israel back from the brink of civil war. Begin decided not to fight back. Begin realized it's a strategic issue if we, the Jewish people, are going to have among ourselves now a war, there's no chance to, to get the independence. So we ordered, don't shoot back. Makov wants to underscore this lesson by raising at least part of the Altalena from the bottom of the Mediterranean and building a new monument. He's looking for funding now. But there's an enduring dispute over the Altalena. Not everyone sees Begin as the hero of the story. Some would say Ben-Gurion's decision, as difficult as it might have been, to strike against the Irgun weapon ship was a key moment. It's when Israel became a truly sovereign state. Everything was still in the making. So in this situation, the determination of Ben-Gurion was absolutely necessary. Anita Shapira is a historian with the Israel Democracy Institute. The idea that small minorities are entitled to use force to change the course of history was a basic tenet of all Jewish underground. And Ben-Gurion wouldn't have any of it. The Altalena affair is burned into Israel's collective memory, and people have continued to draw historical analogies. During negotiations between Israel and the Palestinians, there were calls for Yasser Arafat to create his own Altalena moment by reigning in Palestinian militia groups by force. Then there's the comparison with the Jewish settlements scattered across the West Bank. Like the Irgun militia, some Israelis view the settlers as the vanguard of the Zionist movement. Others look at the settlement project and see a threat to Israeli law and democracy. In any case, Herzl Makov at the Begin Center says, learning from history is important. And he's not giving up on the effort to raise the Altalena. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Jerusalem. You can see historical photos of the Altalena after it was bombed, plus pictures of the memorial in Tel Aviv today. They're at theworld.org.